Welcome to Spread the Word Now. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of the Lord. The Lord Jesus declares, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. It is my earnest prayer that as you receive the ever-living word, the brokenhearted will be healed, there'll be liberty to the oppressed, recovery of sight to the spiritually blind, in the name of the Lord Jesus. I pray that the words you hear will not be persuasive words of man's wisdom, but in demonstration of the Spirit and of power, so that your faith will not be in the wisdom of man, but in the power of God. Hello folks, this is Brother George, and today on Spread the Word Global Ministries is a message entitled, Double Portion. We're going to study Elijah and Elisha as found in 1 Kings and 2 Kings. The first we're going to hear about Elijah is really in 1 Kings chapter 17. He's a new prophet in the Word of God. Now he's been experienced as a prophet for quite some time because it picks up. Now Elijah the Tishbite from Tishbe in Gilead said to Ahab. So he's standing in front of the king at that time. He says, As the Lord, the God of Israel lives, whom I serve, there will be neither rain nor rain, neither dew nor rain in the next few years except at my word. Elijah understood the promised curses in Deuteronomy 28. If the nation became rebellious and idol-worshipping and turned from their God, curses were on their way. Verse 22 of Deuteronomy 28 says, The Lord will strike the nation with wasting disease, with fever, inflammation, with scorching heat and drought. It goes on, it says, The Lord will turn the rain of your country into dust and powder. It also says in Deuteronomy 32, verse 24, God will send wasting famine against them. Let's turn our focus to Elisha. What do we know about Elisha? Well, he is an example of a Christian, of you and me. He was a young man when Elijah anointed him to be his successor. We're moving on to 1 Kings chapter 19, where God said to Elijah, Go and anoint Elisha, son of Shaphat, to succeed you as prophet. Verse 19, So Elijah went from there and found Elisha. Elisha was plowing with twelve yoke of oxen, and Elijah went up to him and threw his cloak around Elisha. That's an amazing step. It continues that Elisha offered a burnt offering to the Lord and then set out to follow Elijah and become Elijah's servant. Now, God, through his Holy Spirit, has called us, you and me, a man or a woman or a teenager or young or old, God has called us. We are chosen, and through the work of Jesus on the cross, we are given a robe of righteousness. It's more beautiful than Elijah's robe that he put over the shoulders of Elisha. It's more beautiful than Jacob's robe of many colors that he put on his son Joseph. When Elijah left his family and his work, it was an indication of how we as Christians 
become wholly committed to Jesus, to follow him, to become his servants, just like what the Apostle Paul writes when he says he is the least of the least. He is a servant to a servant. From this time on, we know that Elisha was a servant and a student of Elijah. He would accompany Elijah and he would observe all the miracles and wonders that happened before his eyes. That's beautiful. And to pick up the rest of the story about the relationship, we need to move over to 2 Kings chapter 2. It starts out in verse 1. When the Lord was about to take Elijah up to heaven in a whirlwind, Elijah and Elisha were on their way from Gilgal. Elijah said to Elisha, Stay here, the Lord has sent me to Bethel. But Elisha says, As surely as the Lord lives and as you live, I will not leave you. So they went down to Bethel. Now here Elisha is being like Jacob who wrestled with Jesus the night before he was to take his family into the promised land. And Jacob said to Jesus, I will not let you go until you bless me. And going on, verse 3, the company of the prophets at Bethel came out to Elisha and said, Do you know that the Lord is going to take your master from you today? And Elisha says, Yes, I know. So be quiet. That's an interesting comment. What Elisha is telling those prophets is, Don't speak words of doubt and unbelief in my presence. Don't let fear cause you to speak what the devil puts in your mind. I don't want to hear that stuff. That's why he said, be quiet. Then Elijah said to him, this is verse 4, Stay here, Elisha, the Lord has sent me to Jericho. Well, what does Elisha say? As surely as the Lord lives, I will not leave you. So they went to Jericho. And again, Elisha explained or told Elisha just what Jacob told Jesus that night they wrestled together. I will not leave you till you bless me. And again, verse 5, the company of the prophets at Jericho went to Elisha and said, Do you know that the Lord is taking your master from you today? Elisha says the same thing. Yes, I know. So be quiet. He's telling the prophets around Jericho, Don't speak words of doubt or unbelief in my presence. I don't want fear to be spoken in my presence. Nothing that the devil puts in your mind. Once more, verse 6, Elijah says, Stay here. The Lord has sent me to the Jordan River. Elisha replies, As surely as the Lord lives, as you live, I will not leave you. So the two of them walked on. And again, Elisha was being like Jacob, saying, I will not let you go until you bless me. Now they're at the Jordan River, verse 8. Elijah took his cloak, rolled it up, and struck the water with it. The water divided to the right and to the left, and the two of them crossed over on dry ground. That's amazing. We remember stuff like that. When they had crossed, 
Elijah said to Elisha, Tell me, what can I do for you before I am taken from you? God is always asking us, you and me, what can he do for us? Remember, Jesus said, Whatever you ask the Father in my name, he will do it for you. What did Elisha reply? Elisha said, Let me inherit a double portion of your spirit. Now that is amazing. We are told to ask God for big things. You can ask for a double portion of his spirit, and it's not to spend it on yourself or to keep something. God wants to give you something you can share with his church, his son's bride. Ephesians says the same thing. Ephesians 3, verse 20. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we can ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us. Now let's get back to the action down past Jordan. Remember, Elisha had just asked, let me inherit a double portion of your spirit. Elijah replies, you have asked a difficult thing. Yet, if you see me when I am taken up from you, it will be yours. Otherwise, it will not. As they walked along, talking together, suddenly a chariot of fire and horses of fire appeared, separated the two of them, and Elijah went up to heaven in a whirlwind. Elisha saw this and cried out, My father, my father, the chariots and horsemen of Israel. That's amazing exclamation of praise. And this says Elisha saw him no more. Then Elisha took hold of his own garment and tore it in two. That action by Elisha was showing that there's no turning back. When you pick up the mantle of God, there's no turning back. Verse 14, Elisha took the cloak that had fallen from Elijah and he struck the water with it. And he asked, where now is the Lord, the God of Elijah? He's testing. That's beautiful. Feel free to test God, to just check, check it out. When he struck the water, it divided to the right and to the left and he crossed over. What we just read is an astounding transfer of spiritual power in the Lord. We can do the same today by laying on of hands in prayer. What is evident here is that Elisha learned the power of the Holy Spirit as he hit the water with the cloak. The water split and the riverbed dried up and he walked through. God has a journey for you and for me. He has planned our destinations. He has planned our contacts, our miracles. He only has one question of us. Where are the Elijahs of God? Where are the Elishas of God? I'm talking to them right now. When you hear this message, you are one of those men. Remember what Jesus said in John chapter 14, verse 17? Very truly I tell you, whoever believes in me will do the works I have been doing, and they will do even greater works than these, because I'm going to the Father. 
And in reality, Elisha did twice the miracles of Elijah because he was focused, because he eagerly searched for the mantle of Elijah, for the double portion. He eagerly hungered for that. You too can be used of God to accomplish great and mighty things for Jesus. We are servants. We are only clay pots. The Holy Spirit takes hold of our handle and pours us out. At the same time, He's pouring Jesus in. We never run empty as long as we're being poured out and He's pouring in. Ask and receive a double portion of the Holy Spirit that was upon Elijah. You have to ask and receive. Remember, Elisha had to bend down and pick up that mantle, that cloak. He had to take an action. He had to do something to receive it. The best thing you can do is read God's Word daily. Spend time listening to the sweet, soft voice of His Holy Spirit. Be like Jesus, who said, I only say what I hear my Father say. I only do what I see my Father do. My will is to do the will of my Father and be pleasing to Him. And Father, I thank You for this message. I thank You that it is a seed in the fertile soil of the hearer's heart. I thank You that it will grow into a mighty, strong tree, a mighty work for the Lord Jesus Christ, mighty warriors in the fight against demonic realms, mighty prayer warriors, mighty intercessors. Father, I give you all honor, glory, and praise. In Jesus' name, amen. You've been listening to a message from Spread the Word Global Ministries Red Deer. If you'd like more information, you can contact us at info at spreadthewordglobalministries.org or info at spreadthewordnow.org or through our website at www.spreadthewordglobalministries.org. Our phone number is 587-377-7745. Thank you. Bye for now.